Big win for the Birds, improving their record to 7-7 seven and seven and tied for the final wild card spot in the NFC. We're going to talk about it all. Roll the intro. This is the Legal Hands to the Face podcast with Bill Calarula. All right, everybody, back with another Legal Hands to the Face podcast. It's been a minute. Been a couple of weeks. We had the bye week. We had the COVID delays. But we finally get that game in last night on a Tuesday night. Man, did it remind anybody else of that Joe Webb Minnesota Vikings game a few years back where the Vikings had no business beating the Eagles, and they did. That game started out that way. Not the prettiest win. Dig themselves a 10-0 hole. Some fluke things happening with the interception off of Dallas Goddard's heel. That horrible fumble by Jalen Hurts. But the Eagles bounce back in a big way. Beat the Washington football team 27-17, improving their record to 7-7. and And crazily, these playoffs are a real possibility. The Eagles are tied for the final wild card spot at 7-7 and with only three weeks to go with a very favorable schedule. We're going to talk about that in a second, but let's take a look at that game yesterday. Again, not pretty. Come out, looked like the delay. They had the bye week. They had the COVID delay. Looked like they needed about a quarter to get into the rhythm. Remember, Jalen Hurts didn't play against the New York Jets, so he's been off a little bit. He's been coming back from that ankle injury. So it just looked like it took them a minute to get into their rhythm, dig themselves a hole of 10 nothing. but I was very impressed, very impressed with Nick Sirianni's play calling yesterday. Great job mixing it up. They called 26 pass plays, 41 rushing plays, and that running attack continues to impress. That Washington football team defense has been one of the top defenses in the league against the run. But what did the Eagles offense do yesterday? They put up 238 yards on the ground. The seventh straight game that that rushing attack has put up over 175 yards. They put a stat on the TV last night. That's the first time that's happened in the NFL. You ready for this? Since the Super Bowl Shuffle 1985 Chicago Bears. That is mind-blowing. That all of the games and all of the teams that have played in this league, what the Eagles have done over the last seven weeks has not happened since 1985. So a true credit to that rushing attack, to Nick Sirianni for dialing up those play calls, but most importantly, that offensive line. Landon Dickerson, one of their best run blockers, is on the COVID list, does not play. They have to start their fourth different guard. They start Opeta at left guard yesterday. Another crazy combination. And what happens? They don't miss a beat. 238 yards on the ground. And can we talk and appreciate Jason Kelsey for a second? This guy continues to impress. I mean, they showed you some things on the game last night how he's able to pull, how he's able to be downfield blocking on that Miles Sanders long run. This guy is a Hall of Famer. He is a hero in this town. And I don't know how many more games we have him. This may be the last few games of his career. Please, if you're an Eagles fan, take in what he's doing. Really watch Jason Kelsey. This guy, we may never see a center again like him on the Philadelphia Eagles. He's that good. So please appreciate what he is doing. But let's take a look at our boy Jalen Hurts. Now, I've been a big fan of Jalen Hurts. I continue to be a big fan of Jalen Hurts. He comes out last night, not the greatest start to the game. 
I felt like fans were way too quick to start demanding for the backup Gardner Minshew. Everyone needs to relax. You know, in, in Philadelphia, everyone's favorite quarterback is always the backup. Take a step back, relax. The guy was coming back off of an ankle injury, a 23-day layoff on a Tuesday night. The interception, not his fault. Puts it right in Goddard's hands. Goddard drops it, bounces off his heel, intercepted. What you didn't like to see was that fumble. That was an unacceptable fumble. At that point in the game, you're down 7-0. You're driving the ball. I think the ball was on the 25 or 30-yard line of Washington. That's inexcusable. And when he came off the field, what I loved, Nick Sirianni, who appears to be a player's coach, got in his face. The Fox cameras caught it. He got in his face, basically telling him, wake up, you're better than that. I loved it. And what did Jalen Hurts do? What have we talked about? Those intangibles? He bounces back and has a really, really great game. Goes 20 of 26 for 296 yards in the air for a quarterback rating of 110.4. One of the best passing games of Hertz's career. He also, you could tell that ankle was bothering him, but he still put up eight carries for 38 yards and two touchdowns. Just an overall very efficient and effective game by our boy Jalen Hurts. Let's hope that continues And then let's look at some other players on that offense that were impressive. Dallas Goddard, since Zach Ertz was traded to the Cardinals, has really stepped up to show he can be that tight end number one and really be a stud in this league. He goes seven catches for 135 yards. But what I loved yesterday was Jalen Rager finally shows up. He goes three catches for 57 yards, had some one really nice catch, had that nice screen pass down near the goal line. He almost scored on. Great game by him. Devontae Smith. I've been high on him since they drafted him. Only three catches for 40 yards, but one of those catches on that sideline, Nick Sirianni had to challenge it because in real time, there was no way he got his feet down, right? When you're watching that game, even the referees, no way he gets his feet down. Somehow, Devontae Smith catches that ball, taps both feet down on the sidelines. Just a great, great catch. And then loved seeing Greg Ward with a big touchdown catch yesterday. Some great stuff. And then let's talk about our boy, Miles Sanders, on the ground. Second straight game over 100 yards. Sets a career high yesterday with 131 yards on the ground. 18 carries for an average of 7.3 yards a carry. Some great stuff. He's only the first running back since Shady McCoy to have two straight games over 100 yards for that Eagles team. So really like to see. This offense seems to be coming into its own. Curious to hear what you guys think. Do you think this offense has enough firepower over the next three weeks to make a push to win enough games to get into the playoffs? It may take winning three straight, and we'll talk about that in a second. But just love to see that offense. Curious to hear what you guys thought. Also, if you're watching along on YouTube or Facebook and you're commenting below, what do you think of the t-shirt? You know, I'm rocking the uh, We Booed Santa Claus. You know, We Booed Santa Claus t-shirt. December 15th, 1968. You know, everybody wants to talk about that. Let's embrace it. Let's embrace it. So let's move on to that defense. Let's talk about that defense for a second. You know, they did enough to win the game. This is the, the I think, third time in a row where they've held a team to under 18 points. The offense didn't really do them any favors in the beginning, given the... Washington football team is short field, but they hold, the, t- they hold the, the Washington offense to only 17 points. That's enough to win in the NFL. 
but I would have liked to have seen them do a little bit more. You know, only two sacks, no turnovers. You're playing against a quarterback, Garrett Gilbert, who just got signed off the Patriots practice squad on Friday because the Washington football team was just decimated by COVID-19. So you got a guy who just got to the team on Friday, no turnovers, only two sacks. They also let them get kind of back into the game there at the end with that touchdown. Defense is going to have to play better. Now they're going to catch a break, and we'll talk about the Giants game in a few minutes. They're going to catch another break with a backup quarterback. But if they do make the playoffs, they're going to have to be able to beat better quarterbacks. And I've been saying that all year. When the Eagles play these not top-tier quarterbacks, the defense does pretty well. But the moment they play a good quarterback, they get picked apart. So hopefully, hopefully Jonathan Gaddon and his defense can figure it out, put a little bit more pressure, cause some more turnovers. But let's look at some of the stats I always like to look at on the usually Mondays after the game, but today's a Wednesday podcast. The time of possession battle. You know, the formula for this team, as they figured out a few weeks ago, you know, I think they're five and two in their last seven, which has been pretty damn good is winning the time of possession battle. Keep your defense off the field, chew up the clock, and they did that yesterday. Time of possession, the Eagles had the ball for 35 minutes versus Washington only having the ball for 25 minutes. That is a winning formula. The other stat I always like to look at is red zone efficiency. Eagles got away with it yesterday, but it's not going to be good enough going forward. They were only three out of six in the red zone. Again, for those of you following along, Red zone means when you're inside the 20 of the other team. you got to score touchdowns. In this league, if you're going to win games against these better teams, got to score touchdowns. They only do it 50% of the time yesterday. Live to tell about it. they got to get better in the red zone. But all in all, big win. you got to be excited. Curious to hear what you guys think out there. If you're following along on YouTube or Facebook, let's talk about it. Let's be happy here. Remember, this is an Eagles team that was 4-11-1 last year. They have a lot of turnover in the offseason, an entire new coaching staff, a new starting quarterback, a lot of new faces on that offense and defense. But we're sitting here after 14 games at 7-7 with a real shot at the playoffs. So you got to be happy. But before we get into our preview of next week against the Giants, let's take a look at our Wentz watch and our Dolphins watch because great news, Carson Wentz has played 75% of the snaps. It looks like the Eagles are getting the first round pick from the Colts. The bad news, the Colts keep winning, improving their record to 8-6. and six. They're actually in the playoffs if the season was to end today. So that first round pick is probably going to be in the 20s, but it will be a first round pick. You know, I've seen some people on social media saying, oh, I miss Carson Wentz. He's winning games. If you're actually watching these Colts games, Carson Wentz is doing enough for them to win, but he is not carrying this team. In fact, on Sunday, Carson Wentz only threw, or excuse me, I think he played Saturday night, only threw for 58 yards in that win, 58 yards. So everyone's got to relax about Carson Wentz. He's a good quarterback, but he is not the guy he was in 2017. The fact that the Eagles are going to get a first-round pick, I'm happy with that trade. We'll see how that plays out. And then the Eagles also have the Dolphins' first-round pick, which, man, a few weeks ago we thought was going to be a top-five pick. The, the Miami Dolphins have won six games in a row, improving their record to 7-7. Seven and seven. So, again, although we're going to have these draft picks, they're not going to be as high as we were hoping or as we thought a few weeks ago. But let's take a look at this week's preview, the New York football Giants. 
Eagles should dominate this game. They should have dominated the last game against the Giants, but there is no excuse this week. The Giants just announced they have shut down their starting quarterback, Daniel Jones, for the season. So it looks like the Eagles are going to face Mike Glennon. That's right, backup Mike Glennon. This guy is like a statue in the pocket. If this Eagles defensive line and this Eagles defense and Jonathan Gannon does not dial up blitzes and rushes and stunts and all these different things to confuse Mike Lennon and to put pressure on him, then that's going to be a problem. But they, it's kind of hard to see them not doing that. It's a pretty obvious thing. You're playing against a quarterback that's not mobile. You're playing against a guy who's a, been a career backup who is not a great quarterback. Let's put some pressure on him. I'd like to see a multi-sack game here for that defense. Love to see them get some turnovers, an interception, maybe a few strip sacks. You know, I think that's what you're going to see this week, but that defense has to be aggressive. And then looking at the flip side there, the Giants have one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. They've given up the seventh most rushing yards in the NFL, this Eagles offense looks like there's no signs of their rushing attack slowing down. So what you should see this week on Sunday is a lot of rushing yards on that offense and a lot of havoc being caused by that defense on Mike Glennon. This should be an easy win for the Eagles. Now, they better make up for that loss to the Giants a couple weeks ago because, man, we would be sitting in a real good position right now if they would have beat the Giants a couple weeks ago. They didn't, but they still have an opportunity. You take care of business in front of you. You win this game. If they beat the Giants, they improve their record to 8-7. and seven. There's only two weeks to go. They come back. They got to go to Washington to play this Washington football team again. And then they would be coming home to play the Dallas Cowboys. Two winnable games. The Eagles should really win the next three games. I think Dallas will have nothing to play for in that final Week 18 matchup. Let's see if the Eagles can take care of business, though, in front of them, win this Giants game, and really ride it out all the way to the playoffs, finish the season 10-7, and and make the playoffs. That is what I think is going to happen. I think you're going to see the Eagles win three straight after winning against the Washington team and the Giants team. So that really be five straight wins going into the playoffs. That's what I want to see. Curious to hear what you guys think. Do you think it's going to happen? Do you think this team has enough to make the playoffs? You know, do you want them to make the playoffs? I've heard some fans calling local radio, don't want the Eagles to make the playoffs. I don't understand that. I always want our team to make the playoffs. I always want our team to be in the mix. You know, and I think it'd be very, very good for this young team, for this young quarterback, this young offense to really take that next step, get into the playoffs, and play some playoff NFL football. And I am a, still a firm believer, Jalen Hurts is our guy. What do you guys think? Has he shown you enough? He's got three more weeks, three more weeks to audition for that franchise quarterback role because there's going to have to be a lot of tough decisions made in this offseason. There's probably going to be some veteran quarterbacks available. There's going to be the ability to move up in the draft and go get somebody. But can the Eagles say, we're not going to do that. We're going to stick with Jalen, and we're going to use this draft capital to really improve our team and, most importantly, improve that defense. We've talked about that before. Real lack of talent on that young defense. Excuse me, not a young defense, really. you got some older players. they got to bring in some young talent on that defense. So if you're watching along on YouTube or Facebook, curious to hear what you guys think. 
I won't talk to anybody again until after Christmas, so I wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Let's hope the Eagles deliver us a nice big win next Sunday against the New York football giants. And if you're not following along, what are you waiting for? The Legal Hands to the Face podcast. We're on all your favorite podcast platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. And again, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, engage. Let's get a little interaction going. You know, Hit me with some questions. Hit me with your feedback. Tell me why I'm wrong. Would love to interact with you guys. So Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Go Birds. <laughs>